Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for October 31st through November 6th of 2021. So I have to tell you, just in case you're catching this in time to join us, that the Ancestral Souls Rising event starts on October 31st. And the first day is two hours. After that, we have nine days that will have 90 minute. I, get, I think it's going to be Zooms that you can join in or listen or get the replay. And it's people from multicultural backgrounds sharing their ancestral altars and practices with us. And it's going to be so magical. Now, what's really brilliant about the whole concept is that it came about during COVID when so many people were leaving the planet and not getting their proper burials and proper memorials and services and things. So they created this Council for Global Ancestral Reverence to gather from all the different backgrounds to honor all the different people who have left the planet in the last two years. It's called elevating the souls when they need a little help getting to their next level. When you leave the planet tragically or suddenly or unexpectedly, it can rattle the spirits. And that's not a good energy to have floating around the universe while we're trying to birth a new world, right? So we want to give them a proper send off. And at the same time, we're learning how to honor these different aspects of ourselves. The nine layers of the soul is powerful. Every day, a different leader is going to delineate a different layer of the soul. And it's just really powerful, y'all. So for those of you who are into it, I know everybody's not into ancestors, but I am. And this is my favorite time of year. And I'm so excited to do this one. So I hope you consider joining us and it just to say a little prayer, you know, for your own people, for the restless spirits that need to move on. Let's see that happening with ease and grace and holding space for their elevation. Same day, the 31st, Halloween, Mercury trines Jupiter for the third and final time. So now we're officially moving through the final Mercury activations this week. That allows us to come on through shadow and finish up by November 4th. So whatever you've been reviewing in your Libra department through that Mercury retrograde, for those of you who took my class or got your activations along the way, this is a great time to review all that material. We had meditations, divinations, and all of it to help us process what Mercury took us through. And so now this final go round, you know that you've been through this three times over. It might mean something completely different this time. So the first hit was September 20th. The second hit was October 3rd. And this final hit is October 31st, where Mercury in Libra is trining Jupiter in Aquarius. So it's air signs, too. It's our ideas, thoughts and concepts getting expanded with ease and grace. This energy is great for expanding your mind, learning something new, or taking a class. It's time to plan for the future and start getting organized. So see how we've had, we've tried. <laughs> it's been really challenging, not that easy to do. But now that the process is wrapping up, forward motion is definitely feasible for November. However, you may feel less disciplined and more creative with these two getting together, which is fine in the beginning, but eventually focus and discipline will have to be engaged to ground your new ideas, thoughts, or concepts. You have to ask yourself, how bad do you want it? If you are self-aware, awake, and alert, you will be able to see and seize the opportunities as they present themselves. It may appear to be luck, but it's really more that you are in alignment with the cosmos, present and positive, and ultimately able to trust and follow your own instincts. Practice, there is no perfection. Being optimistic and looking for opportunity in every experience will magnetize the positive and naturally repel the negative, leading right where you want to be. 
Take advantage of this good energy to connect to whatever it is that you are trying to create in your life at this time. Okay, so again, with ideas and consciousness, your lower mind and higher mind is Mercury and Jupiter coming together. So there was this rewiring in Libra relationships and Aquarius community. How are we going to do that going forward now, y'all? What are we going to do? Because humans can't stay away from each other and they certainly can't keep their hands off each other. So we have to develop the new social way of getting together. And this is what we're dreaming up right now. Then we jump to November 2nd. Halloween falls on a Sunday this year. So the second will be Tuesday. Another Mercury wrap up squaring Neptune. Now, this is interesting because Neptune is our spirituality. It's our boundaries. It's a lot of things that get very confusing when it squares off with Mercury because it's your rational mind kind of going at it with your imagination as to what is real, right? But with a square, it's a growth moment out of comfort zone into new territory, right? The first hit was around Equinox, September 22nd. The second hit was October 1st. And this final hit is November 2nd. So you may be able to piece a little thread together from these dates of what got awakened or activated for you. This is a mixed blessing. On one hand, it's great for spiritual study and giving your dreams a little energy if your schedule permits. On the other hand, it makes for major miscommunications between people. Try to think before speaking, because if it's possible to misunderstand or not get it all together, it will happen this week. Be careful not to let longing for your dreams to come true distort your judgment and mislead you into believing the illusion. With this energy, some people will deliberately deceive and others have to be careful not to be misled. Stick to the facts or stay quiet for now. You may even be inclined to withhold information to avoid a confrontation. Don't do it. Communicate with yourself and God today. Otherwise, plan to be very clear in explaining yourself to others, especially the humans, so that there are no misunderstandings. So when I say withhold information to avoid a confrontation, some of y'all might have heard me say this in the past, that when we don't disagree, people assume we agree. And that can turn into a problem. So there has to be, let's say, a respectful way to disagree. You know, that's all there is to it. We can't act like children and duke it out in the streets. You know, this is nonsense. Then we move to the fourth, which is just packed with energy and activities. So deep breath. First thing up is sun opposing Uranus, which with the super new moon means the sun and moon are opposite Uranus exact for our new moon. So be ready for surprises with this energy. Your routine may be disrupted by you and or others. Now is not the time to be practical, nor is it a time to make any huge decisions. What it is best for is experimenting with alternative modes of expression. A part of you undergoes a mini transformation under this energy's influence because it wakes up a part of you that is requiring expression now. You may not recognize it right away, but you have changed. You are a new you. And it's time that you acknowledge that fact so that everyone else can too. Deep breath. So our Scorpio super moon, super new moon, this new moon is really powerful and our annual opportunity to seed our deepest soul level desires. This is the time of year when we return to the infinite void, which is a conception point, and set some completely new intentions to be birthed in the new year. There is also the additional energy available from your invisible team of support, your own angels, ancestors, and animal spirit guides who are more available than usual during this time of year. 
This new moon opens a portal of sorts, one that allows us to align with the ultimate power of transformation, transcending the current form on individual sun-moon levels, right? As well as social collective levels, thanks to the incoming Taurus-Scorpio eclipses, etc. And because the form is being seeded at this time, you may not exactly know what the physical logistics are, but you can connect with the essence of what you want to create, the essence of what you want to feel, the essence of what you want your earthly experience to be. Connect to that essence. Connect to the level of authentic power that your individual system can handle at this time. Connect to that which you want to bring to life, that which you want to bring from invisible form, which is Scorpio's domain, into visible form, which is Taurus's domain, in a way that serves you and benefits others while harming none. Then do your power wishes or Scorpio intentions around initiating another annual cycle of transformation and manifestation. We are expanding the possibilities as we speak that enable us to combine our deepest core values with our most expanded vision for humanity, one soul at a time. Deep breath. This new moon asks us to get congruent with our inner and outer selves and renew our commitment to positive change. All of this speaks to the new realms emerging in place of all that has crumbled in recent years. Many sprouts of your hard work are breaking ground, and if not, I suspect that a clearing is in the works, so it won't be long. Hang in there. As you're setting your new moon intentions, consider how you feel about Pluto issues. Death, power, sex, intimacy, money, taxes, and resources. Renew your dedication to holding your own structure, owning your inner authority, and directing your personal power in new and better ways. All of that is getting an upgrade thanks to the current alignments in the sky pattern. Deep breath. So I would add here that it is also the time of year when we do the most readings, divinations, and consulting with the ancestors because it is that time when we ask for clarity on all that has gone before so that we can make the best decisions about how to go forward with their blessings and protection. There is an underworld journey of sorts that happens during Scorpio time every year that is available and customized for each of us, but I am happy to guide and support you as you navigate your own. I'm finding that I have to schedule integration time these days, but it's so rich and potent at this conception point that I don't want to miss out on the energy either, y'all. So reach out when you need to, but this is a big one. This is a big one, especially after the last six months to a year that we've had, right? So Scorpio new moon, think one year to one year, last November to this November, or you can think back to the May new moon, that was a Taurus new moon and Scorpio full moon. How have things gone since that Scorpio moon of release work and clearing that made space for you to have a new conception at this point, right? Same day, our new moon and all this good stuff. I'm having my Venus circle, the last one for this cycle. Next month, December circle will be the open house and the free invitation. And it's when I'll introduce the new cycle so that you'll at least know what's going on, whether you join us or not. So that'll be fun in December. But you can join us this Thursday, November 4th at 9 o'clock p.m. in the evening on the East Coast, 6 p.m. on the West Coast. I've also linked in here the story time. This month's archetype is the engineer and our story is conscious woman. And it actually carries over to next month. I meant to mention this in the story, but I think I forgot. 
that we're going to do the alchemist. So when we do the free introduction, our guiding archetype will be the alchemist because that's when we go in to prepare for the retrograde. So it's just so juicy. I hope y'all will consider joining us because the next day, November 5th, which is Friday, Mercury moves into Scorpio and Venus moves into Capricorn. So Venus and Capricorn until March 6th of 2022. Venus rules everything we care about, love and value. Capricorn energy is all about that which supports and protects what we love and value. It also rules how you make decisions and structure the foundation of your own life, what holds it all together, and it often represents your individual container for your personal life. It's the lesson of being responsible for your thoughts, feelings, words, and deeds, and understanding how they are all connected to the physical reality of your life. Your outer reality reflects your inner reality. It's about building inner strength and fortitude that automatically creates outer order and stability. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, which is the last visible planet and speaks to our definition of reality, as well as our physical limits. Saturn is about dedication to the step-by-step process that accomplishes the long-term big goal that will ultimately support more than just you and yours. If you are consciously participating in life, then this is a potent time for you to see the fruits of your labors and receive some earned rewards or benefits. However, if you are overwhelmed by decisions you've already postponed over long or the instability of fundamental aspects of your life, home, work, food, shelter, then it's time to meet your inner architect who can help you survey, clear, dedicate, design, and ultimately build the new clean foundation to support yourself. Deep breath. This Venus work is going to be very personal for those with Cancer, Capricorn, and Aries, Libra activated in their charts. In this case, Capricorn means the structure of your life and the reality you're currently living has evolved and adjustments to your responsibilities, commitments, and decision-making skills should reflect the upgrade. Taking a time out to review your own reality, how it works, what it grounds or anchors in physical form, and how it serves you or not. Capricorn energy always reveals where you are rigid, dry, or unstable. It's about carrying your own weight, not the weight of the world. And Capricorn is very present to the here and now fundamentals, home, work, food, and shelter. It's time to dedicate your efforts toward productive ends that both support you and serve others. Deep breath. So we get Venus and Capricorn about every nine months to a year anyway. And so she was last there in January of 21. So she's run her nine months course here. Now she's going to linger. She hasn't retrograded in Capricorn since 2013, though. So... Look forward to the article and the open house to set you up for that new cycle. Same day, Mercury moves into Scorpio. Yay, finally out of the retrograde zone officially. It will be in Scorpio until November 24th. So Mercury in Scorpio, especially after a retrograde, okay? We've just been through a major mental process. We've been through reviewing the story we're telling reviewing all the ideas, thoughts, and concepts that have come up in the last three months, reviewing and reflecting on how we communicate and express ourselves within the context of relationships, and probably thinking about the value of certain partnerships and things and and how we want to go forward in a new way that cultivates more conscious equal partnership, where no one is drained, we're all uplifted by the connection, right? That's what we're going for. Now, the beauty of the reset coming out into Scorpio is again with that conception point, y'all. And this is very close to the new moon. So it's almost like as soon as we can seed something new, 
we can conceive it even deeper with Mercury's little three weeks there to help us unravel and open up to all the treasures that we just dug up, okay? Because even if it seemed uncomfortable and not easy, we're still walking away with some nuggets of gold, y'all. Don't get it twisted. So Mercury in Scorpio is asking, what have you learned about your personal power to create your world? What do you think about your sex life at this time? How are you making yourself more valuable to the team so that you can establish more financial stability of your own? What mental attitude has run its course and needs to die so that a new mental attitude can live and thrive in real time? Questions to consider. Things to remember about Mercury in Scorpio. This is where I did it a little differently than a paragraph. We're doing bullets on this one. It is a conception point in some way, shape, or form. You're conceiving a new way of thinking, perceiving, and processing what you're learning as you navigate the year. Shadow work of any kind is deeply supported and particularly fruitful under this influence. So you got three weeks for that. It's time to activate your inner detective and choose to investigate with no judgment on what you discover. You are merely gathering information on your own mind, mental body, mentality, how you think, express, and process the world around you. So I used to have this little mantra, you are what you think about all day long. So really catch that monkey mind and where it focuses, over long anyway. It's time to communicate on a soul level and connect with your deepest emotions, face your fears, research taboos, dig out secrets that are growing toxic, and basically renew your connection to your own soul. This is the reset where you allow your soul and mind to connect. Here, we sometimes access our own unique raw truth, which is more or less challenging depending on your individual nature. But remember, you are not only uncovering the dark, negative ideas, thoughts, and concepts, but once certain things are brought into the light of conscious awareness, they can be transformed or transmuted so that the energy is liberated and freed up to be useful elsewhere. So too, you will find your own buried treasure hidden potential, or untapped resources that you have yet to consider. Anytime in the Scorpio realms, we have to acknowledge our own shadow. I suggest giving it something to do so that it doesn't undermine your evolution in toxic, repetitive patterns. This is a good time to reclaim the power of your mind. What are you allowing to influence your thoughts and ideas? It's time to reset to your original blueprint and start fresh in some way. And the last one says, remember the creative and destructive power of language. It's time to renew your language or learn a new language altogether. Deep breath. That's Mercury and Scorpio resetting things. And then our final Mercury retrograde hit. This is kind of interesting, y'all, because this isn't typical. Normally, when planets retrograde, they hit each other once, go backwards, hit a second time, go forwards and hit it a final time and keep it moving. But Mercury did some special things with Mars and Venus this go-round. And here, Mercury linked up with Venus October 16th while it was backwards. And now that it's forward, it's hitting it again November 6th, which is our Saturday. This is a great opportunity to beautify your ideas, improve or deepen them so that they are expressing more of your unique authenticity. Communication and relationships usually goes well under this influence. This energy also turns your thoughts and ideas toward how you feel and what inspires you with love and beauty. This is a great time to be particularly creative or do something that activates your own inner artist. 
It is best to keep it light and let go of your mundane burdens just for a time. Pleasure reading, a walk on the beach, a play, or a museum are all good things to do at some point this week if possible. So I'm also thinking that because of that reset of Mercury retrograde in Libra, now we can go forward with some new ideas in Scorpio, conceive, again, that new way of doing our relationships and finances, or at least the new ideas around that, right? To conceive a new way of perceiving those aspects of our lives, or how can we reset our values and priorities so that they reflect more of what we really want, right? So like I said, energetically packed personal week. You know, this is all Sun, Moon, Mercury, and Venus this week. All personal, all personal. So it's all about you. Take some time out when and where you can. Schedule as much downtime as you can. Start reflecting on the year that is wrapping up right now and how you can grow legs out of the things that you have anchored and have been able to get off the ground. You know, it's been bit by bit. I know, me too. But the new year does promise a little bit more of an expansion than we've been able to do this year. But we first have to rearrange our Venus values and priorities. That's the big one for the last quarter of the year. So I'll probably say this on the open house too, but you can ask any astrologer and they'll tell you no big purchases during a Venus retrograde. And that's generally any time a Venus retrogrades. But you put it in Capricorn, which really cares about those big purchases like houses and cars and things like that. And you just want to kind of hang back. If you can't, I always tell people we can't stop our lives for planets. But if you have to go forward with something like that during the next four months, then you just have to check, recheck, double check, triple check the details. You got to basically do everybody else's job to get what you want in the end. And it's not fun and it's not easy and it's very time consuming and it will cut into your holidays and everything else. But you're better safe than sorry. If you do all you can on the front end, it prevents as much do-overs on the back end, let's say. So Venus, again, with relationships, same thing there. Don't make any sudden decisions about cutting people back right now. You know, right now is a time to explore within yourself the value of certain people in your life. And if it's still worth it. I mean, we have to ask the question, y'all. I know it's hard. It's not fun all the time. But People are in your life for a season and a reason. You better believe. And sometimes that has run its course and we hang on over long and things grow toxic. So we don't want to do that. It's like quitting while you're ahead. (laughs) We have that same creative flow with ourselves and the partnerships and collaborations we get with. And things can be popping and you can be really having that good chemistry with someone where you both really work well together. And then all of a sudden you don't. The chemistry has changed. The planets have moved. You've evolved. Shit happens. I don't know. But don't be mad about it. Be grateful for what worked and be compassionate about moving on. You know, like this is good. This is okay. This is opening space for you to have a new partnership since this one isn't working. But don't make any of those decisions till spring. Okay, (laughs) that's just the Kelly two cents. Do what you feel. It's just a suggestion, a guideline. That's all I give you, okay? These are the energies. You direct them as you see fit and reach out when you feel called and need to. Like I said, I'm knee-deep in ancestral reverence every single day. I'm cleaning and making altars this whole weekend. That's why the forecast is going out early. It is the time of year I do the most readings and divinations and things like that. So if you want to dive deeper in any kind of way, of course, the astro cycles and the tarot reading 
are part of the regular package to get you on track with where you're at at this time. But we can certainly do any customized readings you need. I have different PDF tarot readings that I can send you for every single season. All eight sacred seasons have a different reading and the Scorpio Gate of Power is up. So what I'll do is maybe I will cook up one. Like I I usually cook up one for the community that I share with you all so you can see the format and then you can decide if you want to do it. See if I can add it to this blog post and you'll find the links where you need them. Okay, everyone, that wraps it up for this week. We are wrapping up 2021, y'all, coming through to the end. I will give you a heads up. Shanta wants to do an 11-11 call. I'm sure we'll do a winter solstice call. And there's other people I'll be collaborating with along the way for special fun things. So stay tuned for that and reach out if you need to. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being part of my community. This is Callie Beard of Karmic Tools signing off. Have a fantastic week.